0: Someday soon We all will be together If the faith
1: It's just singer-songwriter Emma Nissen. My Christmas gift came early, and she is serenading me here in the studio. She's an up-and-coming musical artist who seems to be everywhere this Christmas. Emma describes her kind of sound as Jesus and jazz. Emma, I'm so excited that you are here and we get to talk about Christmas and Christmas music because I honestly think the only thing better than Christmas music is listening to it live.
2: Thank you. I'm honored to be here. I love Jesus and jazz and talking about it. So this is this is Christmas came early for me, too.
1: And as 2023 comes to a close, I'm always so grateful that the last part of the year is a focus on the birth and life of Jesus Christ. And this special Christmas episode, you'll hear more from Emma, plus some thoughts from our own team on the word, the mood, the thought that is landing on all of our hearts this Christmas season. First, we're going to hear from Kaylin Nelson, then Christy Brazau, Hillary Craner and Andrea Cabrera.
3: Hi, it's Kaylin, and I think
4: my initial reaction to this question of what word was on my heart and mind was survive, and I thought, that's a terrible word. I don't want to just like survive the holidays, and you know, I'm a teacher, so I've got finals this week, and just a lot of different things on my plate. I, I think life is about survival, but I don't want to just survive, so I'm grateful to reevaluate, and I think the word that I want to encapsulate is just to enjoy to enjoy all the simple moments. It's my first Christmas with my little boy, my first Christmas as a mom, and I just want to enjoy all the little moments, and I just, I want to, I want to soak all that in. My older daughter and I recently performed Handel's Messiah. This was our first time singing in a choir together, and it was her first time performing the Messiah, so it was very special. Light, is mentioned three times in the Messiah. And each time I heard that word, it stood out to me. So a word that's been on my heart this Christmas season is light. Physical light, light that shines from the stars, the light within ourselves that we can share with others, the light that can shine through the dark moments and make our burdens light. And most importantly, Jesus Christ, who is the light of the world.
1: A word that is on my heart this Christmas season is adore. In the Christmas song, we sing, Oh, come let us adore him. And often when I sing those words, I think of it as singing to a newborn baby. As I've thought of about it and pondered, I really would love to come to adore my Savior and to adore him for all that he does for me and all that he has done for me.
0: The word that's on my heart this Christmas season, I think, has to be jubilant. Because not only does that word is just so beautiful to say and so fun, it just kind of rolls off your tongue. Jubilant. I also recently read a description of what this word means in a book. Jubilant is this feeling where you finally feel like you have everything you've ever wanted. You're just that happy. And when I read that, it reminded me of the holiday season, this Christmas season we're in, and how even though we can get caught up in trying to buy all the gifts and making sure our Christmas parties and Christmas decorations are ready to go, what we ought to remember most is that we have everything we've ever needed to be happy, which is Jesus Christ.
1: Emma, as you listen to our contributors, was there anything that stood out to you or a word that resonated? Well, I resonate with survival because
2: I think we all are kind of trying to survive just life in general, not only just the holiday seasons, but I do like how she kind of turned that around and, and, and that second contributor, how they talked about light because I think I really especially resonate with light. I served a mission in Sweden and they, the people of Sweden, they really resonate with. Nature And that's where they find, you know, spirituality, they find a connection with something greater, whether that is just the universe or God. And so I, I ended up writing a song called Light that that kind of married those two things about how, you know, God holds us, but also valleys and, and mountains and like we take in light every single day. And, and I really do think about light a lot. So I, I, I liked that.
1: Can I hear part of that song? For sure. About light? Yeah.
0: God is good God is love The star's a testament Of feelings above With outstretched hand and outstretched heart One way or another We won't be left in the dark Our hearts and
1: Emma, I just have to tell you why I love that song.
4: Sorry. Okay.
1: Um, I heard you sing that at the Desert Book Christmas. And when I went to that event, I love this time of year. I always have. I love everything about it. I love the traditions. I love the lights. I love the singing. But I went with a pretty heavy heart because we had just received some news and it felt heavy and it felt scary and it felt dark. And I just thought, how can I feel the light? How can I feel the joy of this Christmas? And you sang that song and it touched my heart where I thought, I can, I can feel light even if I have heavy things. I can feel light even if it's dark because that's why he came. He came to bring joy to a dark world.
2: That's incredibly sweet. And I'm, that's, I'm always touched hearing what other people's experiences are because I feel, very honored just in this position that I've been in the last couple years of writing music that feels very inspired of something that's outside of me and my own brain. Um It's always been very clear to me that like my music, it's not about me and it's not, not necessarily for me. Um It has been answers to my prayers or thoughts or struggles at times, but every single time, you know, I write something, I just like, I have, this piece knowing like this is something that, that God knows that another one of his children needs. And that's, that's, I think the beauty of music is, is creating it for other people knowing that it can be something. So that's really very sweet to hear that side of that. Um, and just thank you for sharing that. Well,
1: and I'd love to hear you sing joy to the world. Oh, we can do that any day. I actually love the jazzy version of "Joy to the World." I try. I, I,
2: it's everything eventually becomes jazz if it plays in my head long enough.
1: When did you get into
2: jazz? In high school. Well, no, in junior high, I started getting into like jazz stuff. Um, just listening to like mostly Frank Sinatra and Ella Fitzgerald, like Louis Armstrong, and then in, and then in high school, I was introduced to like Ella Fitzgerald and her life. And I became obsessed. I've listened to every podcast, watched every show. I just have listened to every single song. I've memorized half of them. Like, I just, I was so obsessed with her and I listened and I've been in like a jazz phase ever since probably 2017. Like, it's just, I love it so much. And so
1: now what I do. That's not the typical music.
2: No. That
1: a high school student listens to. No,
2: But it's because I love the depth. I never listened to the radio and I never listened to like, it was always just like curated CDs that my brothers would make like mixtape, if we will. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yes.
2: (laughs) Um, Anyway. So like that was very much my upbringing was just like handpicked. I mean, I think a lot of people just because that was the age, but I, I never got into like the radio or like pop or what was popular. I was always just kind of like, stank face R&B soul walking my way through high school, just like, "Mm, yeah, like, I don't know.
1: Well, next up, we're going to hear from a few more of our contributors. We're going to hear from Brooke Walker, Raina Alberto, Kahlo Latu, and Maria Eckersley.
3: The word that is on my heart this Christmas is tradition. If I can be honest, as I've grown older, the Christmas season has grown a, a little bit sad. And I hate to use the word sad associated with a joyful celebration like Christmas. But sadness and even a bit of heaviness, those are byproducts of nostalgia. And I feel very nostalgic this time of year, but I'm grateful for those feelings because it means that I had Christmases worth remembering. And I thank those memories and I base those memories On the rich traditions. We had food, we had activities, we had patterns, we had feelings that you could count on each and every Christmas. Those traditions are important. So now as the mom, I find myself really focusing on what traditions will not only bring Christmas joy and Christmas spirit, but will drive home and cement the true meaning of Christmas. I want that to be instilled in the hearts of my children and my family through meaningful traditions.
0: A word that is in my heart this Christmas season is love. As we celebrate the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ, I'm reminded that our Heavenly Father loves us so much that He sent His Son for us to have everlasting life. If we believe in Him, if we follow Him, if we remember Him always. Love is the reason for Christmas, and love is what we can share with others during this time of the year and always. The
2: word on my heart this Christmas season is peace. The longer I live, the more profound and deeper appreciation I have for what peace looks like and what it can mean for us as we go through this mortal experience. I know that peace will look very different for everyone this Christmas season. I'm grateful to know that I can stand in the midst of uncertainty and distress
5: and not feel despair. So this Christmas season, I am grateful for Christ
4: and for the gifts that his atonement has given to us. The word in my heart this season is seeker. I was thinking about the Christmas story and how many of the characters have to seek something. They have to go from where they are towards a distant land or follow a distant star or cross some expanse. All of them had to seek something. And in order to do that, they had to sort of keep their eyes up. And I think sometimes in this time of year, I struggle (laughs) to keep my eyes up. I get so busy with the craziness of the season that I forget to look at the things he's trying to guide me towards. So this season, I hope to be a better seeker.
1: Emma, as you listen to those, is there anything that stood out to you or was there a song that kept going through your mind and your heart?
2: Yeah, I think one of the one of my favorites that gets sung a lot is Silent Night. And I especially love that one because I've heard it in a lot of different languages because it is so popular. It's one though that like no matter what language it is, like there's still that same piece. And I think a lot of what the contributors were just talking about is light and peace that they feel that that's kind of the predominant feeling through that despite the chaos.
1: And, and that, that song kind of always does that for me. Well, I am excited to hear you sing it. And while you get ready, can I just say that Elder Uppdorf did say that it is the celestial language that this song was originally written in?
3: Really?
1: Yeah, it was written in German. Stille Nacht.
2: I can't yes. promise.
1: I I can't promise I'll be singing it in the <laughs> celestial language.
2: Well, but I I can't do it in Swedish and. Maybe if you close your eyes. <laughs> It'll sound like it. I don't know. I, I hope that'll that'll
0: suffice.
2: If if you Yeah yeah.
0: Steal
1: You know why I loved hearing you sing that in Swedish? Is cause it just reminds me that Christ is for all, that yeah. He's for everyone all over the world, for the believers, the non believers, for the faithful and the unfaithful. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Okay, next we're gonna hear from a few more contributors. We're gonna hear from Shima Boffman, Janelle Gardner, Amay Martin, and Melinda Brown.
5: Heart My four-year-old daughter misuses this word all the time because her name June means my heart in Farsi. And so she'll say, my heart likes eating ice cream or my heart doesn't want to go to school. I have a couple dear friends going through really hard times and in the holidays, hardship is amplified. But I know that our broken hearts can be made whole through our savior. If we're going through a divorce, we're not actually alone. If we're sick or grieving a loss, we're not alone. Christ's specialty is broken hearts because he prefers when we are meek and willing to come and let him dwell in our hearts. Christ can hold our broken hearts until they heal. His spirit can dwell in our hearts and his angels can surround us and lift us up. I know that if our hearts are with Jesus, they can be full of his love this Christmas.
4: This Christmas season, I find myself longing for peace. Jesus Christ is the Prince of Peace. It is only in and through him, our Savior, that we can find peace now at this Christmas season and always. A word that is on my heart during
5: this Christmas season is hope. Hope because there's so much distress and sadness in the world and the general depression that can come with missing loved ones or feeling forgotten. And so I look forward with hope. The hope of Israel that we celebrate, even Jesus Christ, during this sweet time of year. I'm hopeful for the new year and the new beginnings around the corner. I hope for great things. I believe in those things because I believe in Him.
4: I'm a huge fan of sacred Christmas music, and I love finding little interesting thoughts in the lyrics of that music. One of my favorite songs is Still, Still, Still especially when it's snowing outside, like it happens to be right now as I look out my window. I love the idea that that word still doesn't necessarily mean no movement. Instead, I like to think of it as meaning even yet, as in, can God possibly still love me when I'm so weak, when I'm so flawed, when I'm so bad, whatever. And when I hear that song, I think, yes, He still loves you. Even when you're weak, he loves you. Whatever it is, he loves you. Still, 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 God loves you. To me, that is the message of Christmas.
1: So as we've been listening to everybody's words, Emma, let me throw that question to you. What is the word that you think of for this season? I'm
2: going to be 100% frank and tell you the first word that popped in my head was disappointment. And that sounds not light and happy and Christmas-like of me. But I will say my disappointment hasn't been with my experience of, like, here on earth in life. It's been with individual people. As I've just been exposed to more people and and vice versa, more people have been exposed to me. I'm interacting with people that, like, were not taught how to be kind to other people. And I have found myself time and time again being really disappointed in people and that's also just adulting you meet more people you you have interactions with people that are struggling with their own battles and and their own darknesses that they have and and you kind of just you with every single thing you have to think well they were they have their own story behind that there there's there's a reason why and so but to make it into a lighter um i think you know I don't want to think about myself being disappointed uh, during Christmas. And so I would, I would probably shift that into my, my word being trust because in a lot of this life, I don't know the answer and I don't know how things are going to end up. Um, and I don't know how, like what the justice is going to look like for these people that choose not kind things every day. But I realized like I had to let that go. I I'm not in charge of, of, of judging people. Great I'm grateful that that's not my burden to to you know to lay out judgment on other people. And so I just trust that God is a merciful and loving God and that God does know us all of us and 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 everything about us and he will make the right decision and that I can just let go of that and I don't have to be disappointed. I can I can be trusting that That wasn't a good experience that I had five seconds ago, but I will trust that this will work out and that, you know, hopefully somebody else can be patient with them and change their day or, you know, something like that. That's my long winded answer. But um, that's that's also my frank answer. So,
1: well, it's a perfect example of why we celebrate this season that he came to turn the disappointments into hope. Yeah. The failures into success. It's only through him that we can feel the joy and the optimism so i love the frankness of your answer well thank you and i mentioned a little earlier that one of my favorite christmas songs that you sing was silent night i love the second phrase of that like silent night holy night and in german it's heilige and and it for me it speaks to that he can make those small moments holy And that's what I want to focus on this season is that it doesn't have to be picture perfect and it doesn't have to be Instagram worthy and it can be sloppy and it can be in the mess. But those are the moments that he can make holy.
2: Yeah, I love that.
1: Well, such beautiful messages and reminders to hold on to for Christmas. And Emma, I want to hear one more song Absolutely. The,
2: the last song I want to play for you is just have yourself a merry little Christmas, because I think what we've learned is despite what everyone's going through, I love that we tell each other happy holidays or ha- Merry Christmas, because what we do, we wish people to be happy, to be still, to have peace, to have hope through, you know, that's what we hope for people, even if we can't give them, you know, what they what they need. And so my last little gift to to you is just this song of have yourself a merry little Christmas.
0: Have yourself a merry little Christmas Let your heart be light Next year we Once again as an So have you
1: Christmas and Happy New Year. We'll be back right after New Year's for more episodes. Don't forget to follow us on social media by heading over to Instagram at Magnify Community and listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks, and we will see you in the new year.